0: And if I was WWE, I would try to swipe that channel away from them. I would give them raw cheap. I would say, here, take it for $200 million, something like that, just to destroy them and end them. and Because it, <laughs> it's worth it to end them. I think AEW hurt the business. I think they are so bad that they kill the business. Basically, anybody watches AEW, they don't know if this is AEW or WWE. They just say this is wrestling and it's stupid, and I'll never watch this again. So this could take fans away from
1: that's true. WWE. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's why you have the Ray Charles glasses. I got it.
0: Yeah, that's the reason for the late start. Well, also I have the Ray Charles glasses because Elora the Destroyer was added again. I passed out last night, and there I go like my glasses sixth pair of glasses. Yeah, okay. pretty much. I don't. So. I don't understand how what you do with how she reaches them. Like, how do you <laughs> she reach your glasses? I guess I just fall asleep with them on my face. Like if I'm tired enough and I, I don't like, she
1: takes them off your face. She puts like, she rips them off your face with her mouth. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <That> would be, <laughs> it would be funny to get that on video. <laughs> but yes, pretty much. You should, we should start recording when you know that. <laughs> like have one of those nights to see what she does with the glasses. I like to see her literally. If I had the wherewithal
0: to start recording, then I would have just put my glasses away. You that's, know? True, that's true. It's going to be very hard to do that. Anyways, we'd be gathered here today. Dearly beloved, we, we be gathered here today. <laughs> <laughs> on this Christmas Eve to bid farewell to... No, we're not bidding farewell uh, quite not yet. Not
2: yet. That would be next no. week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that might be next week, yeah. <laughs> After we've f- watched Worlds End.
2: Wow, you just re- really want 2023 to end.
0: 2023 was a tough year. Yes, it was. They just keep getting worse and worse and worse. But anyways, this was Vlad's idea to huh. talk about huh. this today because I wasn't going to. I have been avoiding criticizing AEW I don't know if you've noticed lately on our channel it's been a little different in the beginning we talked about AEW a lot it was almost the only thing we talked about we would definitely do our dynamite reviews in detail go through every segment talk about every wrestler and if you listen to all of it you'd get a really good sense of what we think of the company and how it's been going so kind of, I kind of stopped it because it just started getting like we were beating a dead horse. Everyone knows what's going on. Or a lot of people didn't. Like some people really liked AEW, especially at the beginning. The old heads were criticizing stuff from the very beginning that there were certain things that were just off. But I think a lot of the AEW marks who were really trying to support the show, they liked it at the beginning. They thought it was really cool. There was a lot of really crowd-pleasing moments. Hangman Page got his moment to shine, and that was at least something for the AEW fanboy. But it seems recently, very much so in the past few weeks and months, even the AEW people who really supported them hardcore from the beginning, even they're starting to turn on AEW, on tony khan and criticize and everyone's trying to do their part we're all screaming from the bottom of the mountain to the guy on top like hey this is what's going on here you gotta fix this but for anyone who's not really aware of what's going on i guess i'll just do like a little summary for people who aren't wrestling fans let's give people the exact situation that we're in in terms of the whole wrestling industry and the business as a whole WWE was the main company ever since WCW died in 2001. It got bought out by WWE. So then they cornered the market. There were some smaller companies that arose. TNA was a good competitor for a while. They were getting millions of viewers, at least one million, sometimes two million on a good day. So they were a really good competitor, but they fell off too when Dixie Carter's ownership, they kind of just didn't want to spend money anymore. So they got rid of the company. Now it's like it survives, but it's very small. 100,000 viewers, basically. WWE gets around, what, 2 million, million sometimes on SmackDown now? Down from, yeah. you know, the glory days of the 90s and the late 90s, but still a good amount of viewers. That's fair. It's respectable. And then AEW came. 2019, it was, this was the big hope for all wrestling fans because everyone was hoping for somebody to start a company that could compete with WWE because WWE was slow they had no competition so they didn't really push themselves to really give the audience really what they wanted either there was a yearning for wrestling fans for better wrestling so AEW came up we heard of Tony Khan no one knew anything about him. it's just that he's the son of the owner of the Jaguars and he got given a lot of money and he got to do everybody's dream of starting a wrestling company and it was very important this is a very important venture doesn't affect only himself it affects a lot of fans and people who are really into wrestling it was the hope that this company would do well it was incredibly important for it to do well too and we gave it a couple years everyone knew tony khan was a new booker so it's like okay give him some time see if he could correct himself see the mistakes he's making But everyone's telling him the mistakes he's making for free a lot of the old wrestlers they love wrestling so much they will literally just give him advice for free they're like hey i watched the show these are some things you need to tighten up for the booking, for the storylines, to make the show better. And he just doesn't listen. He just keeps going with what he wants to do. And that's the end of the story because it's his money. And he's going to do it the way he wants to do it. He likes it, apparently. But it's coming to a point where the reason we're doing this segment is because we've reached a point where something important is going to happen. His TV deal's running out with TNT. Or I guess they're called Warner Brothers Discovery. They own the channel tnt and tv is and it's very important that they stay on tv because if they get thrown off tv they're going to be not relevant at all no one's going to care even wrestling fans won't care let alone trying to make new fans so their tv deals up some people are saying amongst the rumor mill that wwe is trying to swoop in there with a major power play and take that time slot away from them sign with warner brothers discovery and get aw somehow thrown off the air that would basically be the death nail in aw so this is coming up we're all going to find out about this pretty soon so we'll see what happens there but overall i gave you the situation tony khan the owner the situation with the tv deal what this means for this as a whole flat it's a very dark statement you're making the aw's in trouble like this could be the end or potentially the beginning of the end of, of the roller coaster or what what do you think give me some thoughts
1: yeah well look There's a couple of schools of thought. I mean, if they lose the TV deal, it is kind of the end, but maybe they could survive similar to the way TNA has survived or Impact Wrestling has survived. They'll survive somewhere, some some form. But in all reality, if they lose this deal with Warner Brothers Discovery, if they're not on TBS and TNT anymore, it's pretty much over. Like, they won't be relevant, as you said. They might go to some secondary cable company, or they might just be on the internet somewhere. And at that point, that is a death nail for them. That's one school of thought. The other school of thought is, they've already kind of shown what they are, and they're not gonna really improve in any way or form. If they were, it would have already started to happen. They're just stuck doing what they're kind of doing, which is just be an independent company with a TV deal, which is what I've always called them. We're only talking about it now because of the Warner Brothers Discovery thing, but it's really been happening for a year and a half or even more, maybe like the last two years, where they've been really bad. Bad TV, you know. Yeah, there's some matches people can point at. Sure, there's always some matches. In a product where there's a weekly TV show and some pay-per-views, there's going to be something you can always point at. But for the most part, the shows are really bad. They're very boring. they are I mean, they're good for laughs. Sure, we laugh at them a lot of the times, but are they? But is that enough to warrant them having a primetime spot for two hours? They also have the last, what, year? Since Collision has started, maybe a year in a few months, they also have a Saturday spot for another two hours, which has now basically, since Punk's departure is going nowhere. It's just basically become a two-hour version of Rampage for the most part. So the decline I've been calling has been happening for a long time now. It's not just something new. It's just now with WWE getting so much momentum and their TV rights deal expiring in 2024, people are starting to wonder what is the future of AW. And either scenario, it's all, ble- even if they somehow keep the TV deal with the Warner Brothers Discover, the shows are still going to suck. They're still going to be what they are because Tony Khan refuses to do anything else except what he's been doing. The shows are what they're going to be, and it's... And, and it's everybody knows
0: this now. That's the other thing, too. Everybody knows this. The people who are going to sign his TV deal, the people who work for Warner Brothers Discovery, they know what he is at this point. There's nothing mm-hmm. to hide. Like, well, right. and, and they know everything that people say about him. They know what the internet community thinks of him. So it's basically, are they going to keep rolling with it or not they Tony Khan wants more money than he got last time they got what 45 million or something not that much they were just trying to get on the air now they want more money because they want to be profitable just so they could say they're not wasting all this money because he spends more money than he makes the salary of every wrestler if you list it, it's like astronomical it's like 180 wrestlers they're losing money the estimate I heard which I don't know if it's true or not is that they're losing like 35 million a year correct so well, they right. want.
1: We don't know exactly, but that's
0: what the estimates are. Yeah, so can you just keep throwing away money forever? Like, even if you're a billionaire, like, that's a lot of change, you know? Every, every year, if it adds up over 10, 15 years, that's going to be a lot of freaking money. And I think at this point, they're going to have to give Warner Brothers Discovery the deal on the cheap because they want to stay... Because they want to stay on the channel, and if I was WWE, I would try to swipe that channel away from them. I would give them raw cheap. I would say, "Here, take it for two hundred million, something like that," just to destroy them and end them, and put because it <laughs> it's worth it to end them. I think AW hurt the business. I think they're so bad that they kill the business. Basically, anybody watches AW; they don't know what, this is AW or WWE. They just say this is wrestling and it's stupid, and I'll never watch this again. So this could take fans away from WWE. So I don't know if it's worth it to WWE to keep AEW around because in another sense, they could be a benefit, I guess, if you think about it because they did. It's like a minor league system for them. That's what we were talking about last night, right, Vlad? They got Cody. They got CM Punk. You know, There's other guys, maybe Ricky Starks, that they could pull and it would be useful to them. So it's good that there's a secondary place to go. I don't know if WWE thinks of it that way. Or if they want to just literally just take over the business like they always do and just end them because they have the power to do it right now. If they wanted to just give Raw Warner's Discovery on the cheap or a good deal and they would take over, that would be the end of AEW. It would be the end. I don't know if it's worth it to Warner Brothers Discovery to get Raw for 400 million because what we heard about SmackDown on Fox was that they had to pay so much that it wasn't even profitable in the end. Right. So they might want to stick with AEW even if they just give them 100 mil. Get less ratings, but at least it'll be a better deal for them. So we don't know what's going to happen. We're all waiting to see what's going to happen. I don't get the sense that this is the end of AEW. Like I don't get that feeling of like impending doom, like WCW at the end. I think they're going to stay on the air. That's my sense. But there is a danger right now. You're right. Technically, they're teetering on the edge of danger.
1: I just want to make a quick thing. One of the things you said is that the Warner Brothers Discovery executives know what wrestling fans are saying. No, they don't know because they don't care. But they care about the bottom line. So if it it makes sense to them financially, yeah, they might keep AEW on the air. But... At the same time, we know that the ratings are just not there. Like, they show an old movie or they show an old sitcom, they get over a million people watching. So AEW can't even crack 900,000 people overall for their main show. And their secondary show, forget about it, right? You know, so those can't even crack 400,000 anymore. So is it worth for them to have this type of wrestling on the air? It was worth it to them when they had WCW pull in five, six, seven million people per show at, at one point. Yeah, okay, that's worth it for us because that's the highest rated we're going to get in any type of show. But when a wrestling show is not even pulling the ratings that it can for a syndicated sitcom that's been over for 20 years, like, is it worth it to have it on air? That's the only thing that's going to be the deciding factor. And WWE wants to get into some sort of bidding war with Warner Brothers Discovery. Those are the two factors that have to be considered. So it's not even up to AEW. It really isn't at this point. It's just going to be up to Warner Brothers Discovery or possibly WWE if they stay on the air. And that's basically what it comes down to. I don't want them to completely die as for the same reasons that you said, because maybe they are a good minor league system for WWE. And in that case, maybe they should stick around. But at the same time, you make a great point that they've ruined the wrestling business for the WWE because when everybody looks at some of the wrestling that they've shown, they're like, oh, my God, is this what wrestling currently is? People that don't know the difference between WWE and AEW, like, what it is, they're like, oh, my God, like, I'm never going to watch wrestling if this is what it is now. So, yeah, that's a concern. That's a legit concern. But, yeah. Uh, how about we to... let
0: Robert jump in yeah. on this? Right. Robert, do you have any thoughts about any of this? I know it's a very broad conversation. Yeah. Okay. So,
2: I don't actually pay attention to ratings. I I never did. And I didn't really know the details about, you know, how much money, AEW is losing. I knew vaguely about the, the pending TV deals, but not as much as what you guys had just mentioned. So I won't really speak on the TV deals. I think you guys got that covered pretty well. So I'm just gonna talk about whether or not AEW is in trouble. I'm gonna speak on it more from like a personal perspective as far as like how interested am I in the shows. All right. For, for me personally, the loss of both Cody Rhodes and especially CM Punk really hurt. It was really bad for AEW to lose both of them, especially CM Punk. I do still watch it because I think it's still worth watching MJF's segments. Well, not all of them, but some of them. He is still a really good talent. I do want to see what he ends up doing, what angles they put on him. And I think he has a lot of potential to be a huge superstar. He could still carry the company. So. That's the only reason why I still watch AEW nowadays. That being said, I never watch Collision anymore, very rarely. I never watch Rampage. So it's really just come down to Dynamite. And even Dynamite, half the time I forget mostly what happens in that show until we do the reviews and then you show the highlights and I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. So. In that sense, I do agree that AEW is in trouble. I'm approaching this more from a personal interest perspective as opposed to TV deals because I didn't really know that much about it and I don't pay attention to ratings. So in that sense, yeah, AEW is in trouble. If I'm losing a lot of interest in it and only really watch Dynamite, I'm sure a lot of other wrestling fans feel the same way too, probably even worse than I do. So. Is this really a death knell for AEW? I don't know. Um in the
0: If they lose their TV deal, would that wouldn't be a death knell, you think? If they
2: lose the Warner Brothers TV deal, well that depends like if if they end up getting another one somewhere else. We don't know. I have no idea. So it just really depends on um what they do if they lose that deal. Mm,
0: I'm not interesting. sure. Yeah, um, maybe he could so, kind of well, come
1: up with well, another connection. Well, hold on. Well, let's say they lose the Warner Brothers Discovery deal and they go to a secondary company. I don't know who. I don't, I don't know. But but nowhere near the eyeballs like that people home that would Home and
0: watch. Garden. The Home and Garden Network.
1: Okay, well, maybe not Home and Garden, but, you know, something like that. So let's <laughs> say some something to that extent. Or some like people
0: that's... saying they could end up on a streaming service like Amazon and then people would have to subscribe to Amazon just to watch AEW. And then they wouldn't be... A,
1: could be... They wouldn't worry about the ratings anymore. Yeah, that's true.
0: And, you know, I'm with Robert. I don't really care about the ratings either. I don't really look at them in detail like everyone else does. Like, oh, they lost 50,000 here and they gained. I don't think that matters. I think that's just literally random people turning on and off the TV. <laughs> Some people just got to go somewhere, you know? I don't know. I don't you think No, but
1: that means they were watching this product, and then all of a sudden 50,000 people turned off the product. Oh, you can't just say, oh, we have to go somewhere. Well, why were you watching... <laughs> Five minutes okay. ago. <laughs> yeah, okay.
2: That, that's a good point. But that, that never influences my decision whether to watch it or not. That's my point. I'm speaking more on my own personal um, interests, right? Losing CM Punk definitely hurt. Now. Tony Khan, I don't know if he can learn from this, but maybe if he follows pretty much what Vince McMahon did in the mid-90s when he lost Paul Hogan and Macho Man and then Razor Ramon and Diesel, what he ended up doing, he looked at his roster and built up superstars from what he has, what he had left. And then Stone Cold and The Rock became huge. So... Maybe he could try to follow that same template. I don't know if Tony's able to pull that off. We don't know. But as of right now, no, uh, yes, man. I would. He can't. Okay. Well, he, all right, can. Pro- pro- probably not. Okay. But I'm just saying as of right now, yes, I would agree that AEW is in trouble, but I'm thinking of it in more of like my own personal perspective of like, well, how interested am I in the shows as of right now? Well, uh, look, you know,
0: let me respond to a couple of things you're saying. The point about the show suffering right now is a good point because that's another thing people, in addition to the TV deal, a lot of people are more and more complaining about the actual creative on the show.
1: Or lack thereof. Yeah, as
0: like (laughs) lately this devil storyline, the mystery devil man who stole MJF's devil mask. People have been saying that's falling flat, it's going too slow and it's the payoff. There's no way it can be worth it in the end. and. The tournament they're having, the Continental Tournament, that just lacks any depth. They're just matches with no storyline. The show, is it's not good. It's just not good. There's a lot of holes in the show where it's like, dude, there could have been something here. Instead, there's nothing. Like, we are watching that Jay Lethal versus Mark Briscoe match. And they were both guys who were already eliminated from the tournament. They both had zero points, but they were still fighting for no reason. And I was like, there's nothing here, there's no one interfering, there's no one coming to make a story out of this. It's just a blank, dead 20 minutes on this show that you could just completely skip or not watch. It won't even matter. So, Tony Khan, unfortunately, I think he likes these matches, and he's very stubborn. A lot of people psychoanalyze him because he's kind of an important figure in this community, He's the most important figure, he's the guy with all the power, he holds all the cards. People want him to take advice, but unfortunately he's very stubborn. I would say, I don't want to criticize him or say something really bad about him, but you know, he seems a little childish, he was a rich guy growing up. This is kind of his first exposure to being criticized at all. He doesn't really know how to take it, he doesn't take constructive criticism, and we're kind of just wanting him to grow up on the fly and figure out that this could be a very important business and it could do well. If he took the right advice, but he's just not doing it. He doesn't want to. It's his own thing, and he just wants to have it the way it is. If it's going to be successful or not, I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if he gets viewers. I think it should matter to him. I think it should matter that he grows his audience. That should be important, but it's not. So to me, that's the issue. There is no urgency for him to change. The ratings aren't important to him. Getting new viewers isn't important to him, but what is important to him is that he puts on the show that he likes, and I guess a certain small number of people, like six, seven hundred thousand people, like this type of wrestling, I guess. And that's all it's going to be, and it's never going to change. And that's it. That's the end of the story. Unless there's some miracle and he grows up and changes somehow. I don't know. I guess it could happen. He could kind of just mature up all of a sudden, but we're not seeing it right now. Anyways, that's all I got to say about it. Anyone have any final thoughts?
1: No, I was just going to say you guys both made some great points. Forget the point I made about the TV deal and WWE doing that. I think Robert's point on the actual product is also key here. It's just, and I think you made, you know, Ken made the same point. It's just not good. It's not going anywhere. It hasn't improved in the five years since he's owned the company. It's actually, you could make a case that it's getting worse. The fact that they lost two of their major talents that were there and now WWE is showcasing them. Focusing on them is also, as we said previously in one of our shows, is a horrific sign for them. There's just nothing that you can really hold on to, nothing you can really point at that makes any logical sense in the programming. I'm just trying to think of like anything that you can point at that has improved I a mean, better. I try to
0: focus on the positives in this show. Like, I've done a few AEW segments. I dropped the whole thing where we analyze the whole show and criticize things. So I'm only pulling some stuff that I kind of think is decent, like Christian we featured with his storyline, even though that was kind of weird (laughs) with the whole Shayna Wayne thing. Nick Wayne's mom being involved kind of ruined it. But MJF also, they turned into a good guy. He was like the greatest bad guy in the history of wrestling, basically. And they've turned him into something that's really not entertaining at all. I guess people hope that he could turn back to being heel. We all know he's talented. He's a talented wrestler, but it's not worth it just to watch. He was the guy that made it worth it to watch, even when it sucked. Even in the beginning, when it sucked really bad, everyone's like, MJF was the shining spot. It made it worth it to hang on just to see him. And now we don't even have that. So, yeah, there is very little to hold on to at this point. We're kind of curious. There's like a morbid curiosity sometimes of like, shit going wrong. Just how bad could it be? So well, that- it's
1: like uh, when you watch a car accident, you can't help but, you know, keep looking to see what the fallout is going to be. That's kind of what AW is right now. You just kind of want to see what happens to it after the crash. So, like I said, you, you guys made both good points separately. Also, as far as how much money can you possibly lose before his dad says, hey, listen, <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> Either we actually start making this a profitable thing or we have to pull the plug. I think that's going to be a conversation Probably that will happen eventually. I don't know how long it's going to take. I think it's also going to be dependent on what happens with this TV deal, which I do think is a very important thing for them. Going streaming is not a bad option for them. I think that might actually be the best case scenario. So they could avoid having to worry about ratings, getting that thrown at their face, like when they only get like 700,000 people watching their show. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. But right now, I think, Kehan, again, you nailed it. It's more of a curiosity what the fallout is going to be from all of this. Because we know that creative is just not there. It's just not getting better. It's In fact, it's getting worse. Where it all leads is anybody's guess, but I guess we'll just have to play it out.
0: All right, then. That'll be enough AEW bashing for the day. Let's put a bow on this segment. Good luck to you. Good luck to Tony Khan. We love you, man. I hope it all works out. But
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, Loves you. I don't. I don't – Do your no, best. You know what? Do your you know, best, before, buddy. You know, before you log off, I think Cornette made a great point on his podcast. This guy, Tony Khan, had the potential to be a hero to the wrestling community, really bring great wrestling oh, yeah. back.
0: Oh, yeah, he could have been the biggest hero in the history of wrestling, to stand the biggest up to hero. WWE, give the wrestling fans really what they wanted the whole the majority time. of
1: wrestling fans, not the small minority of wrestling fans. Yeah. And that's, unfortunately, he's booking to the small minority and not the majority. And that's, unfortunately, the case. He had the opportunity to really, in a sense, save wrestling, but at the very least make it competitive and make it more interesting to watch another alternative product. And it's really gone the other way. So, all right, that's the last thing I want to say on on that.
0: All right, then. Subscribe to our channel. Don't forget, hit like. I'm Kahan. This is Vlad, the wrestling expert below me. Robert, the frozen Asian. He remains frozen for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I should just stay absolutely still. <laughs> Well, it is wintertime. Nice tree you got behind yes. you, man. That looks really cool. That Very nice tree. background. I'm still stuck in purgatory. And Vlad that's is right. at the AEW uh, hate club.
1: <laughs> he's no, the president I'm in the, of the... I've been there. I'm in their own headquarters. This is what that's how things are right now.
0: The president no, of,
1: the, of the AEW hater club. <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Their own wrestlers are marching alongside... He's, he's right the
0: now. He's the EVP. <laughs>
1: Yeah, The EVP of
0: the AEW Haters Club.
1: Yeah, the evil vice president
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to be back. We're going to discuss some classic wrestling, WCW. We're going back to 1996, so subscribe. If you want to see our older videos on that, we made a playlist for WCW after Hogan turned to the dark side, so that's on our page. We've had two parts already, and we're going to shoot the third one coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Till the next time.